0: I'm Nancy Mullane, and this is a Life of the Law special. In June 2012, I was given exclusive press access to California's death row. That's where I met Justin Helzer. You might remember him from Episode 9 of Life of the Law. On April 14, 2013, Justin Helzer successfully committed suicide in his cell. This is the only recorded interview with Justin Helzer, Inside Death Row. Hello.
1: Hello. How are you? I don't, I, I have a lot of medical problems.
0: Oh, I see, okay. I'm just doing a story about um, the conditions on death row. Okay. How do you feel about the conditions on death row?
1: Not very good. Why is that? I'm just speaking from a medical standpoint. Okay. It's hard to see the doctor. For instance, I'm I can only, only see the doctor once every two or three months. I'm on a rotation, mm-hmm. and 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 only uh, for every other condition, I have to see a nurse, not the doctor. I have to wait. I have to wait to see the doctor, unless it's a an, an, a, a visible um, problem, then the nurse will schedule an appointment to see the doctor prior to my scheduled rotation. For example, I'm, I'm scheduled to see the doctor, let's say two months from now. If prior to that two month mark, I fall down and I'm bleeding or I develop an infection and the redness, they, they can actually see, uh, uh, the nurse can see, I uh, determine that there's a problem, then the nurse will schedule me to see the doctor. That can be very difficult for internal in problems that aren't Easily uh, seen, you can't. The nurse, the nurse can, can, can't look at look inside my, my inside my torso and see problems with my stomach or inflammation that's going on. And so the nurse looks at me and says, "Oh, you're you're fine." When I'm in pain, so uh, so the the medical system needs to be updated. I uh, just.
0: How long have you been here?
1: I've been here uh, since 2005, but I've been I've been I I was I was arrested since 2000. Oh, so I was fighting my case in county jail for five years.
0: Are you guilty?
1: Yes, I I, yes, I killed people. Yes, I did. I, you I, did
0: kill people? Yes, I, I killed two people. How did you do it?
1: I just, I just it's another, it doesn't matter. It doesn't, the, the okay. Point is, the point is, is I, I wrote a letter of apology to, to the, uh, the the family members of the deceased. I apologized. It was erroneous. It was so misdirected. I'm so sorry. And I'm mis- just... It's like another past life. It's another. I'm not so not that person anymore, and so I don't have a problem admitting what I did. I've taken responsibility for it. Um, I'm not proud of it. it was a, to say it was a mistake is a huge understatement. I I can't I can't express how sorry I am. It was so unnecessary. Now at the time I did it, it was. I thought it was necessary. But I don't want to talk about case. I don't want to talk
0: about case. Okay, okay. Uh, uh, so how do you? How do you so uh, you're, you're, you're,
1: you're sure you your story here about sanctuary. Yes. Well, it, no, well, I might stick to that.
0: Okay. My story is about press access and having access to facilities where people are kept, and then being able to report their conditions. So I'm che- I'm asked I'm walking around talking yeah. to different people in different death row environments, both on North Block, this this and then adjustment center and I'm the first press that's been given that access in almost a decade. Okay. So what I'm trying to understand is you know not just to tell the talk about the access but to talk about the conditions and at the same time to get to know the individuals a little bit so that people understand who they are.
1: Well, hope <laughs> that was helpful. You I, are. You are. So so. So you're.
0: You have vision impaired you vision. Uh,
1: I'm totally blind. What it was it was a suicide t- attempt. I stuck two two five inch pens into my brain, through my eye sockets. It un- didn't kill me. When did you do that? About a year and a half ago. Oh, I see. And so it left me blind and partially paralyzed. I'm, to- I'm 100% blind. But
0: you were before that. You were fine.
1: I, I had perfect vision. I was fine. I had, I had vision. Yes.
0: Ah, uh, so. I'm just
1: tired of death throat So that's that's me. I'm living. I'm, un, I'm living proof of a, a failed suicide attempt. I'm not interested in committing suicide anymore. That, like I said, that, that was a that was a year and a half ago. I've embraced my situation, uh, 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 but but the conditions on death row are such that it can lead one to attempt to commit suicide. They're not good here.
0: What What do you think about the initiative that would change the death penalty to life without the possibility of looking
1: forward it? I think it's the next step of a, a society wakes up that's just and realizes it this so like there's so many things they could do and those that the, the, like the old people and the, the people that have severe medical problems like me they're not affected to society they could do um, audio audio monitoring they could do video monitoring they could they could put us under house arrest they could do they could put an ankle bracelet for electronic monitoring they could also if they want to plant a RF a radio frequency chip on our skin there's four ways that they that, 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 that they they could um, keep tabs on anybody they release. They could be a condition to parole. This 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 here is so unnecessary. It's just it's all politics, and and right now the people are buying into the, the 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 political story.
0: Last question. Yeah. What don't people know before you came to death row? You probably never really thought about death row, but now that you've been here for ten years, what don't people know about death row that you know?
1: Well, that is not well, one thing. Like I've just said, it's, it's unnecessary. Society at large is still brainwashed by the by the ideology and the rhetoric that's spouted by politicians and the media. That oh, oh, death row, tough on crime. It's not a deterrent. The death, death penalty is not a deterrent because what? I'll tell you why. One is. When people do commit crimes, they are not thinking, Oh my gosh, I might commit the, I might get the death penalty. I better not do this. They're in the moment, they want what they want, they have short-sighted, they don't foresee the consequences of their actions, and they do because they're impulsive. They do whatever they do, whatever whatever crime it is. Not thinking about the ramifications. So that so the the the, the, the notion that the death penalty is somehow a deterrent is a false premise. It is it is more Rhetoric and ideology—it's it, what people want to be true, not true. People that are there committing crimes right now—they don't think about, oh my gosh, I better get the—I might get the death penalty for this. They don't care about that. They—they they do their crimes because they think they won't get the death penalty. They think they're smart enough to avoid the law, if they even think about it at all. If they stop and wonder, hmm, I wonder if I might get the death penalty. Oh, that's okay. I'm smart. No, I won't get caught. That's another reason why people—the death penalty is not deterrent. People who do crimes in part, there's probably multiple reasons why they do crimes, but in part because deep down inside, they don't, they don't feel they're going to get caught. They think they can get away with the crime. So the notion that, that, oh, the death penalty is somehow deterrent is false. People don't think that they will get caught. They don't think they're going to have to get the death penalty. So it's just so ridiculous. And yet that's the assertion. that that, 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 that the politicians and media project. What if people
0: say they want the death penalty just because they want people to be punished?
1: Let me tell you. (laughs) You can punish people plenty by giving them LWA. You don't have to give someone the death penalty. Besides, there are people here on death row 30, 40 years and they haven't gotten killed. And they have have so many more appeals left to them so no one's getting healed, no one's getting executed. Look at all the, all the billions of, of tax dollars that public spending, spending, spending. the public is spending. Death penalty is an emotional reaction that people have. Oh, you hurt me, you killed my loved one, so I want to hurt you, I want to punish you. It's inefficient. You hurt yourself through by, by, by because of all the money it costs you to, to keep death row alive. It costs more for you to try to hurt us through the death penalty than that's for us.
0: Because you're already doing the time. I'm already
1: doing the time, and I'm still alive. And there's people here, like I said, 30, 40 years, they're alive, you can talk to them. But there are dozens, if not hundreds, well, I wouldn't say hundreds, I'd say scores, of people, like me, that are old, have multiple medical problems, that are in wheelchairs, hobbling around. They're no threat to society. Why is society spending billions of dollars to keep people like me on death row, when they could either convert our sentence to LWAP, which would greatly reduce the cost, or, and or release under house arrest and monitor us through those four ways, audio, visual, electronic, or, 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 or radio frequency chip. It's, it's purely an emotional reaction and, uh, that, that can keep people like me who are blind, partially paralyzed, having multiple medical medical problems, i got to see the doctor every two months at least. I'd like to see the doctor mm-hmm. more. Why am I on death row? It, just does, it doesn't make sense. What's your name? Uh, Justin Helzer. Justin? I'm sorry. Helzer. Say it again, the whole thing? Helzer. H-E-L-Z-E-R. Justin Helzer. And, Hel-
0: and, and you've been here for 10 years.
1: I've been arrested, I got arrested in, in 2000. And I, 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 was, I came to San Quentin in 2005.
0: So you were on trial for five years?
1: I was fighting my case. Oh, I see. It was back when I thought I had a, had a, had a chance, um, because I, I pled not guilty by reason and insanity. Huh. Uh, that's pleading, that's saying, that it's not saying, oh, okay, I did the crime, but I'm not guilty because I wasn't saying which I was. I, 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 my thinking wasn't straight. I. I wish my thinking was totally different. Uh, I'm a completely different mentally, spiritually, emotionally, i so different than it was before. I let me know the person. But anyway.
0: How um, do you what? how do you see the rest of your life?
1: I don't know. I just take one day at a time. Just one day at a time.
0: Yeah. Where are you from?
1: Concord, California. That's where I got arrested. in go Concord, California.
0: Okay. Well, I, I appreciate your time. Okay. And I uh I wish you a good day. Okay. All I right. think I'm going to have to go. All right
1: no. Um, All right. This is Lieutenant Robinson. Thank yeah. you. All right now.
0: Lieutenant Robinson. Okay.
1: Goodbye. All right oh, now. Goodbye now.
0: bye Goodbye. <laughs>